Welcome back to Marriage Monday. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage just one Monday at a time. Today, we're going to do a series of podcasts. Now, on Sunday mornings at our church, I do a series of messages where I have a main thought that I carry over a number of weeks, and that's what we're going to do. Just like we did with the listener request series, we did that over the course of three or four months. I think we're going to do a few months worth of just next level marriages. What is it that helps marriages get over monotony and just go to the next level? And if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that's what you want. You want marriage enrichment, you want your marriage to grow, you want to get out of a rut, you want to get out of that mundane monotony of life, and you're wanting to push forward and to do something better, uh, to, to go deeper within your love, and to grow your marriage. And so today, the subject of today is what I call love hacking. Love hacking. The idea of hacking, when I think of that word, I think of somebody that is trying to access my computer, a program, my social media, and doing it out of the ordinary way. They're thinking of a roundabout way, a different way of approaching my information by getting into it in a non-normal way. When it comes to love hacking, I, I think that sometimes that we can look at our marriages, and I'm, I might use this phrase um, off in the next minute or so, we can take our spouse for granted. We can take our marriage for granted. We can take subtle little things that we once did when we first got married or when we were dating each other. We can take those things and totally take that for granted. And so I want to really challenge you to begin to hack your love, to begin to get out of the ordinary of what you have been doing and to do things a bit different. And I'm going to give you some very simple and practical things they may not like blow you out of the water, but I promise you that it makes your marriage go to the next level. So if you're taking notes, write this down. Number one, practice gratitude. Practice gratitude. If you want to hack your love, practice gratitude. And it may, again, may not seem like I just blew you out of the water with brand new information, but that something like gratitude is something that seems to kind of fade away over time because we come to just expect things to be done in the house or um, for the marriage. We just expect our wife or our, our husbands to do this or to do that. And they do those things and there is no thanks. There's no recognition. There's no affirmation. There's no encouragement. But I would challenge you is to reintroduce the art of thank you. The art of noticing the subtle things. The art of, of looking at your spouse and, and really digesting what do they do uh, for the home, for the family, for the children, for the marriage, and looking and recognizing it and calling it out, writing simple notes, sending them uh, text thoughts of gratitude. Hey, this is what I noticed today. You know what? This is what you do for our home. This is what you bring to the marriage and showing that gratitude and helping your spouse to, to help feel appreciated, loved, noticed, encouraged. And again, the longer you're married, the more apt that the word thank you can actually fade away instead of being that thing that kind of leads our hearts and really fills our spouse with just edification and admonishment. It really affirms that word affirmation means emotionally and mentally built up and encouraged. We want our spouses to feel affirmed. Number two, more physical touch. Think about that. When I talk about physical touch, we're not talking about simple sexual touching. We're talking about average, everyday 
physical touch. And I read a study literally this morning that talked about learning how to reintroduce physical touch within your relationship. And one of the most simple ways is like when you're watching TV, instead of sitting apart, sitting together on the couch, having subtle touches that can take place during that movie or during that TV show that are non-sexual in nature. And learning how to reintroduce that physical touch. And the reason why I've just used that word reintroduce twice is because sometimes in marriages we have conditioned our spouse that when we give physical touch that we are wanting more. And I've shared this stat many times with people, even on the podcast, that UCLA did a great study that says that every human being needs 8 to 10 meaningful touches a day. 8 to 10. That's, it seems like a lot, but we're talking about subtle touches, a hug, a hand on the shoulder, holding somebody's hand, hand on a leg, things like that. And when we reintroduce that physical touch, it actually keeps our spouses healthier and causes them to grow emotionally, mentally, and yes, physically. Number three, double date. Go out on a date with another couple. My wife and I love doing this. We love going out with other couples. Now, you need to note that you don't have to go out with a couple that's in the same situation as you. For example, if you're a young couple with little ones, you don't have to look for another couple with little ones, even though that's a great idea. It's good to go out with people that are in your, that are in your similar situation because you can compare notes, you can talk about those things. But it's fun to go out and to not talk about family. It's fun to go out and not talk about business. It's fun just to go out and have fun. And I'll be honest. My wife and I, whenever we do double dates, most of the time, we are going out with people that are not in our situation. We love going out with people that are older than us. We love going out with people that are younger than us. We just love hanging out with other couples. And what I've noticed and what I've even read in studies myself is that when couples go out on double dates, it actually boosts your passionate feelings for each other. You see other couples and you're either encouraged, sometimes you're just encouraged by what they are doing. Sometimes you're encouraged by what you've been doing. I mean, I'll be honest, I've walked away from double dates and felt really good about who I am as a husband and my wife has felt really good about who she is as a wife. And other times we've walked away like, man, that couple watching how they loved each other really challenged us and it really boosted and encouraged us in how we were to love each other. Number four, celebrate positive events together. Celebrate. Just celebrate events. Look for things that you guys can do to share good news with each other and learn how to celebrate those things. I've read studies about the art of celebration, which is why I like leading staff meetings with celebration. I like leading board meetings with celebration. There's just something about starting off with celebration that sets the pace. And what if you were to look for things that your spouse has accomplished or done and make sure that you recognize it and celebrate it? I'm not saying that you've got to throw a party over the situation, but just the simple recognition and the encouragement over that. Learn the art of celebration. Again, the longer that we're married, the more apt that we are just to tune out some of maybe subtle things and the small things, and we only celebrate the big accomplishments. Hey, you have had 20 years at your job, 30 years at your job, you made this big sale, but what if we were to kind of pull back a little bit and not look for the big moments to celebrate, but the small moments, the small victories? And I've learned that couples that celebrate the small victories, they have the most passion. So learn to really be a person that celebrates the small things. And lastly, and I think this is so huge, is be objective during conflict. Be objective 
during conflict. One of my basic rules for dealing with conflict when it comes to just here at the church and in my job is I take Psalm chapter 39 to heart, which says, search my heart, O God. In other words, when people approach me, my goal is to be not necessarily objective with them, but objective with myself, to look at myself and to, to assume that what they are upset at me about is has potential to be true. It could be just because their perspective or could be absolute truth, but I can't be so hung up on myself to protect myself that I can't be wrong or I can't be at fault. So be as objective as possible. Show humility. And I think just as important as showing humility, be willing to get an objective voice to speak into your marriage. Be willing to get that that. Bible-based, that Christ-centered third party that will not side toward you or your wife, but will side toward the health of your marriage and speak into it. So right here, this is how we're going to hack our marriages today. This is how we're going to hack love today, is we're going to do the simple things. We're going to practice gratitude. We're going to reintroduce more non-sexual touch. We're going to double date. We're going to celebrate positive events together, and we're going to make sure that we stay objective during conflict. That's all I've got for today. Hopefully you can hack your love today and begin to take your marriage to the next level. But join us every single week. Um, Make sure you're sharing with somebody out there. You can share using Spotify podcasts, through Apple podcasts, or you can share the videos on Facebook. We love you all. Have a great week. Go out today and hack your love. God bless.